0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of A Mr. DJ. I apologize for skipping last week's um, release. Today's guest and I decided that due to the sadness that was occurring last week, that it'd be best for us to wait a week and air it today. Uh, That being said, today's guest is someone I definitely have the utmost respect for in the Costa Mesa DJ scene and basically all around. Um, I also feel that Dan Torres gave me the unintentional okay by saying that it was his favorite DJ. So I feel like it's okay for me to say the same without offending anyone or giving um, anyone less credit, um, you know, any of my guests. Um, But he definitely has for sure been my favorite DJ for over 10 years. So I'll quit it with the anticipation and introduce today's guest, Brandon Rilera, AKA BB Guns, or Lil Brandon. Please enjoy. Hello, Brandon.
1: Hello. Hi. Hi. Can you how hear how me? are you?
0: Can yeah, you hear me? I can hear you. Perfect. Welcome okay. to A Mr. DJ. Thanks Hello. for joining me today.
1: You're welcome. Pleasure. How's it going? It's good.
0: Good, good. So, um, the I remember when I first thought about this idea. You were actually one of the first people that I reached out to, and I knew like I for sure wanted to get you on here, and you were so on board. So thank you, I t- totally welcome. appreciate it. Um, so I actually remember the very first time I saw you play was at Detroit Bar, and um, you opened for Crystal Castles, and I was just kind of entering that whole electronic music scene. And I was honestly so blown away by your talent. And I still am, honestly. I don't think that has changed since then. Um, have you always shown a passion for music? I just kind of want to, like, learn more about your history.
1: Um, yeah, I have, actually. Uh, I was really young when I started, uh, like, getting really into music and involved my dad of course has been in the music industry for a very long time um he toured with he's like a studio musician but also toured with quite a few bands um the righteous brothers being one of them and uh um ray charles another one so kind of like growing up with all that and going on tour with them here and there uh I always played i always loved listening to all his records so i kind of like had a wide uh ec- eclectic kind of ear right right out of the start just liking everything
0: yeah and then,
1: uh and then going through high school and so forth i had friends small group of friends that were mm-hmm. um into djing as well and then after high school uh my, like one of my first jobs was working at a record store just called hired's higher, higher source, oh
0: okay, yeah, that makes so, a little uh, more sense too now, okay, yeah,
1: so that kind of like you know i I mainly grew up listening to kind of like um like you know nineties hip hop uh, funk soul through my dad, oldies, and so forth, but right, once I started working at this records record store uh it introduced me to like you know all the kind of electronic music palace music, you know, all sorts of stuff, techno, down-tempo, experimental. So it just, like, opened up a whole new, you know, whole new world Like jo- yeah,
0: yeah. And I just
1: felt, yeah, I just basically fell in love with it even more.
0: Right. And so when your dad was touring, um, was that something that you were kind of, I guess, uh, part of? Were you going with him at all, ever? Or was that just... um like, were you present during those times, I guess?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, he was gone um, a lot of me being young. Okay. So, I mean, when I could, I would go with him. But, I mean, he was gone pretty much a majority of the year.
0: Right, right. For okay. a lot of
1: years. So, it was hard to, like, get away from school. But when I had the opportunity, I loved it. I loved watching him perform and stuff. It was cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, you definitely got that exposure And, um, you know, like, I guess, would you say that you were sort of influenced by him as far as like, what your sound is like, because like you said, it's very eclectic, like, it's very broad. I feel like you are definitely one of the DJs that I know that um, plays a really broad range of music and doesn't just keep it, um, I guess, electronic, you know, Um, would you say that he influenced that sound?
1: Yeah, 100%. Most definitely. Yeah. Like, like you said, I don't. Um I I love playing it. I love everything. I don't hate on anything. Um I mean if it doesn't matter what genre, I like it all. I mean right. if the if like certain sounds and and uh synths and you know instruments in the song, I mean it uh, attracts me no matter what it doesn't, like what kind of music it is. I don't care like I like you said I don't you know I I think it's always more fun like when I hear, for example, like um uh Jason Bentley uh-huh. from uh KCRW and all that, like it's all he you know, they're always playing like super eclectic like mixes and so forth, and I really love that. Like when people can kinda like you know Expand. more so tell Exactly, and more so kinda tell a story where it's just not one like, hey, you know, I can come out and play one genre the whole time, great. But it's like when everything is kinda you're putting all sorts of different stuff together. I always find that like way more kind of fascinating rather than just hearing one kind of genre the whole time.
0: Right. And, you know, I think that's the reason why to me you stand out so much. And I mean, I keep doing like a lot of these interviews and everyone just kind of brings up your name and I feel like everyone kind of admires that about you. And In a way, I feel like they kind of um, were influenced by you as well, actually, you know, because I feel like I don't know how long you've been um, a DJ, but I know that when I started going out, you were definitely like, you know, um, like one of few. um, And I feel like, you know, now it's just kind of all of our friends have kind of dabbled in it. Um, Yeah. So it's just I don't know. It's it's just very impressive. Um, and I also know that you um you have a brother as well correct
1: yeah he's basically uh i mean i kind of have to thank him for everything because he was the one him and uh his buddy were the ones who'd always dj like all our uh, like sixth grade you know seventh grade eighth grade little house parties so yeah. once my bro- once my brother um went away to college, he basically gave me his d j system and that was like pretty much it from there i just never really stopped playing but like before that we'd always kind of like try to get a turntable and we would have some kind of rig where we connect it to like a cassette tape and we would try to like mix like that but once my brother gave me his whole setup it was just pretty much uh i loved it ever since loved right music ever since
0: So I actually have a funny story. I actually met your brother before I met you. Um, I met him at a college party, actually, and he was like DJing this like pajama party. And I think it wasn't until maybe like a few years later, that's when I kind of found out that you guys were siblings. So he was DJing before you. Um, Would you say that he also, I guess, you know, brought the inspiration to become a DJ because you're. Father's a musician, but like was what kind of like sparked the idea to start mixing and doing all that?
1: Just basically from my brother and his yeah. friend. I, his 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 best friend, mm-hmm. I was best friends with his little brother. So oh. I'd always go over there and yeah, they'd be in their room and they'd be playing all sorts of records and old like classic R and B, nineties R and B, kinda, you know, uh nineties, kinda not so much hip hop, but more poppy. Right. But uh, it was awesome. We'd always go in there, and yeah, you basically kind of introduced me to all of that. Um, how Anna, much, how much that? older is
0: he than you are?
1: He's three years.
0: Oh, he's three years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so he about, was
1: playing with me. What's? Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. What was that?
0: No. So about like what age did you um, did you guys did you start like DJing? DJ. Yeah.
1: Oof. Um. I wanted to say it was uh, probably like eighth grade, going into ninth grade.
0: Okay, maybe okay. maybe
1: a little maybe a little bit earlier than that, sixth grade, seventh grade. I would okay, say.
0: because then I'm like, not sure. Once like he left for college, then he was. Um, that's like yeah, that makes sense. Uh, he's like a three years older than you are, and then that's kind of when you took over his equipment. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you guys ever played together?
1: Yeah, we did actually. Um, I used to do uh, an eighties night. <laughs> we that played. Me. It was all yeah, that blue beat. It was all we play all vinyl. My brother he did that with me for quite a while, and then I did um, a house night kind of back in uh, I want to say like ninety ninety nine, mm-hmm. two thousand one, two thousand two or so, and it was at Detroit Bar actually. Oh. And okay. uh, yeah, it was a house night. I'd I'd have him come play with me there um he played with he played he, he kind of he didn't lose interest but he kind of just was on to other things right and uh it was just from time to time he would come and play with me but i always really loved playing with him yeah it was really uh, really fun
0: i didn't know that you guys played together because i think i he played i knew that he played at bluebeat but i didn't know that you guys um yeah played together um so did you, I believe, did you go to recording school? I think, like, you did do some sort of, like, schooling for, like, this profession, I guess. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, I went to uh, L.A. recording school. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was um, it was a little bit different than I expected. I kind of, like, went in there with uh, the thought that I was going to learn, like, a lot of, uh, you know, music theory production, which I did. Right. But uh, it was more so, uh, I feel like I learned more um, in regards to, like, post-production and editing and stuff with, like, for TV shows and all that. And I kind of exited out of that. But, I mean, I finished, but, yeah, it wasn't kind of what I expected.
0: Right. Yeah. And do you feel that, like, so it gave you, like, some tools, but not all the tools that, like, I guess you found essential to kind of apply to your art yeah yeah okay and um when you chose this um I guess route uh what were like what were your parents thoughts were they um supportive of your like journey I guess or you know the choice of um career I guess
1: of course my my parents have always been like super supportive no matter what um She definitely helped me with the whole getting into the L.A. recording school and so forth. But yeah, they've always been super supportive with whatever whatever I chose to do.
0: Right. That's awesome. I love that. And I'm sure that dad was um, pretty proud because, I mean, it's still you know, you're still an artist, a musician in um, some way. I'm sure that was like, um, I don't know, a proud moment for him. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it was for sure. He always kind of wanted me to learn how to um, play the guitar, like like him and so forth. But I always was too frustrated yeah. in regards to that, and my and my hands were too small. I couldn't reach around on the guitar. Oh. So. <laughs> do you? <laughs> I'd always get just super frustrated. Yeah.
0: Do you play any instruments?
1: Um, i I used to play the piano a lot. Oh, I went okay. To, I, I, yeah, I went to a Yamaha school and I, I learned how to play the keys. But I'm not too familiar with it anymore i wish i really kind of that's one thing i really do regret is not kind of taking full advantage of my dad right and his brothers because his brothers also were um, musicians as well okay. they all grew up kind of playing all their lives as well my dad started at a very young age and um, i kind of regret not learning how to play playing instruments yeah like as well as, as I could have.
0: Yeah for sure. Um actually um what what did your dad do? Like what what instrument did he play?
1: My dad was a he was the lead guitarist and tour manager with the Righteous Brothers and then he did some studio um work with Ray Charles um and I think he toured with this uh English guy named um Engelbert Humperdinck Oh okay <laughs> for a while and then uh he played in a bunch of other kind of like random bands but he's been pretty much doing it all his life as well yeah started at a young age like I did
0: cool so um another thing that you're very unique in is that um you know all my other guests have um you know one stage name and I feel like there's a lot of names that I know you by um (laughs) so there's like bb guns and little brandon Um, can I guess, I guess, can you let us know, uh, how those names come about, came about? Um, and then also, um, you were part of Colossal Connection, so we'll need to go into that as well.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's right. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I would say Lil' Brandon was like the very first name that came about, um, when I first, my first kind of like real gigs was when I was getting, um through the record store. I started like kind of meeting a lot of people and they always used to just I was tiny yeah. all, all my all my life I grew up super I was just really small. yeah So that that was just how my name generated was just little Brandon and then um with the BB guns I dated a girl um in ninth or 10th grade and she always would come over and I'd DJ and so forth and that's what she'd call me. So later on down the world the the road i was just like oh maybe bb guns and then yeah i always change my name it's so yeah it's kind of funny but it's it's just kind of like in regards to what i where i was playing like with bb guns and stuff it was more so like if i was getting books for um kind of like the commercial side right of like dj gigs and then little brandon was the early like kind of when i was playing a lot of kind of house music down tempo music um at different venues and so forth
0: right and then um, also, so Colossal Connection was at um, what is now CASA, but it used to be Avalon. So um, how did you, like, I guess, how did you guys come up with that name and, like, let us know about the collaboration and how that started? Um, just, you know, a little bit more gra- background about that.
1: Um, well i've known tony tony for a very long time okay and uh i knew he was he was he kind of started out de- he's been djing for a super long time as well um we just didn't connect at the very beginning just because uh he was into kind of different he was into different genres he was playing like a lot of drum and bass and stuff which was really cool and then um i was kind of doing my thing with like all the house stuff but uh yeah, I didn't even. I wasn't even really familiar with Avalon. I was just kind of playing at Detroit Bar, and then uh, um, Tony and our other buddy Jason were doing the night over there, and they invited me. And they're just like, "Hey, let's do something. We can, you know, get something going." And basically, kind of Tony was introdu- and Tony and Jason actually introduced me to all that kind of like electronic stuff, like Mastercraft, Justice, Soul Wax, all that stuff. I never really knew anything of that i was kind of just playing more so uh like i said down tempo house music like naked music was an old label i really liked um ohm records and Dorfmeister, um theory corporation a lot of that stuff i loved i never i never knew of all this kind of you know and then once i heard that sound i was like holy crap yeah and just kind of instantly me and tony connected and uh just started getting more and more gigs and so forth and the colossal connection name was uh that was a it was a wrestling team oh, okay they were they were in the wrestlemania yeah i think god who was it It was like uh andre the giant okay and uh some other wrestler and they were a duo so i was like oh yeah colossal connection and then that's how we kind of made up that name yeah 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 yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) that's awesome that's so cool so actually yeah um let's go back to when did you when was your first gig and like what was that like um like I guess uh how did you like get that first gig
1: um it was crazy it kind of all just like came all at once when I was uh I was working at the record store an old high school buddy came in there and um he was djing uh it's actually kind of funny because uh i don't know if you ever met him it was uh tony adams um, he was a uh, he he owns a uh i think a record label i can't remember what it's called it's a really cool like um rare kind of disco kind of vibe oh, new disco nice. kind of label but his older brother came in there and and uh he was playing at a club called uh, the i think it's called the buzz it was like a two-story club yeah and um he said yeah come and play and i was like all right i'll bring some records whatever and from then on i i went from there to playing this uh club called rubber okay (laughs) it was like way back in the day it was it it was basically rubber was kind of um the club that kind of was because before all these las vegas clubs and stuff when we were going out there there was nothing else out there it was basically just rubber that was throwing big kind of clubs before, like now you have Hawkinson and you have all that. Right. And they pretty much, I I think, pretty much started that whole kind of movement. Uh, yeah, movement out there. And so I started playing with them, and then I kind of moved away and started doing my own thing. Wait, so but yeah, that was pretty much my very first gig was called the Buzz. The Buzz, and that's you yeah. said
0: in Las Vegas or here.
1: No, it was it was around here oh, but okay. like that's how I kind of got introduced to like uh the guys that threw rubber. Mm-hmm. Um I met through there and then that's when I met my other buddy Danny Love and then we did something at Memphis which was like a down tempo night right. which did really well and then the owner of Memphis opened up Detroit Bar so we moved our night over to Detroit Bar and then I like basically uh had a really many years uh relationship with the owners there and then that's when I met uh we did that night where we booked like crystal castles and right and people like people like that there
0: yeah okay um and so like would you say that that's kind of like when your career took off I feel like around that time was it like 2008
1: yeah I would think some of them I think some of the the best years I've had were probably with Tony Yeah, doing the whole Colossal Connection. And it was like basically, I, yeah, I think you're right. Like around 2006 to about like 2010, 12 or so. Right. want to say, but it was some of the, some of the best times. Yeah. No, I, so it was just like a, it was a cool movement because like you said, it was just uh, like, from me, for me, no, no one was really doing any of that around there. I never even really heard of all that electro stuff. So it was cool. Like, it was just kind of a whole new sound being introduced around that area that I wasn't aware of,
0: which
1: was really cool. Yeah.
0: I'm glad that I, we, I guess, like moved out to this area. And my brother was actually the one who introduced me to the more like electronic. I was a little bit more like on the indie side. Um, And then, yeah, he's kind of the one who started getting me into that and introduced me to Crystal Castles. And that's sort of how we, started going out in that area because you know once we kind of saw you guys play then it was like oh wow like this is incredible we need to keep doing this
1: <laughs> um
0: <laughs> cool so in your experience what um would you say are some of the challenges that you've faced in this industry
1: <laughs> uh I don't. I, I don't want to like throw anybody, on, anybody under the bus. No, no. I don't know. I. I it's just kind of. I don't know. Promoters mainly yeah. and stuff. It's kind of kind of detoured me from like just being more serious about it, and then I kind of just took a step back and was like, "Why? What, what? You know? Just have fun. I just have fun and just go out and play right. now. And as long as like people are into it and stuff, and you know, I'm playing what I want to play because I kind of like for a while was just getting stuck with playing kind of stuff that you know I I didn't mind playing but I didn't prefer prefer playing first you know I you know I I, like you said I when I go out and play I want to be able to kind of just play everything I don't want to like be stuck having someone that has never really dj'd tell me what to play and you know it's like I don't know I feel like djs know what to play that's why they're, that's why they're there. Right. Like we're providing the music you got, you provide, you know, people coming and so forth. But, uh, I don't know. I feel like that was kind of
0: one of the biggest challenge, I guess.
1: Yeah. Kind of the biggest yeah. challenges just cause it's, you know, it kind of, kind of makes you want to kind of give up and so forth. But I mean, not necessarily give up. It's just, I, you know, it, 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 in a good, it was kind of in a good way because it taught me to just enjoy it and, Not be so serious and take everything so serious. Just go out and play what you want, and the people that notice it will book you, and then those other people can book whoever they want and tell 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 the other people what to do and what to play.
0: So um, I guess tying into that, did you ever feel discouraged from pursuing the passion, and like what did you do to kind of overcome those um, negative
1: feelings? Uh, I mean, I never really, there's just, you know, s- s- short moments in time. I was never really discouraged. I mean, I've all I've never really kind of stopped right. playing. It's just been like smaller and smaller venues, which I like. I like. I mean, but in regards to being discouraged, I was never really discouraged. I always just kind of like made the best of it yeah. and had fun. And to be honest, all these smaller venues that I'm playing, I really enjoy so much more because it's so much more Me intimate. Too. And it's like... People come there and it's like having fun and enjoying enjoying all different yeah, kinds of music rather than for sure. in these big settings where you have to it just, it's just so much energy the whole time. And it's not like, like I said, not really, you know, taking people on a journey or, you know, telling a story, right? like starting off slow, bringing it in, kind of setting the pace and the tone. It's just kind of always in your face, in your face, and it's just something that I've never really like. That's never how I've really played. Yeah,
0: it. I agree. It's
1: kind of, kind of, kind of like starting off, starting, you know, starting slower and bringing it up. Right. And stuff. It's kind of always something that I really yeah. love doing.
0: Um. In your opinion, what has been the most rewarding in this industry?
1: Um friends people through it people that i've met um that's kind of the most important because like i said i mean there's so many djs and and so many people that i've met through this like your brother and so forth like all and and rockberry and all them all those guys have such impeccable taste and i've never you know i wouldn't have expanded my taste for music if i never like met all these people right cause they introduced me to so, so much cool music too. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's, that's kind of, that's kind of the best way to put it. How, you know, just meeting just friends and meeting all these different people throughout this whole, whole time of me playing, yeah. playing out.
0: For sure. Um, and, you know, going back to what you were saying, like about you telling a story when you're playing, um, I feel like you do that. So like it, it comes so naturally it is it something that takes a lot of work for you or does it really just like do you guys do you just show up and just kind of play what comes from your heart and like kind of like from the vibe that you're feeling or is something that or is it something that you prepare for
1: um at first because I'm I mean believe it or not I know I seem all crazy when I'm out but uh I'm pretty shy I, no
0: at first that's like <laughs> so... one of the traits that I think you have to <laughs> have as a dj is like prerequisite must be shy
1: <laughs> yeah i mean that's why i asked if uh if you were going to video because i was or if, it was, if this was audio because i'm super <laughs> shy i don't know it may not seem like it people were like yeah right but yeah I'm, I'm pretty shy so at first and going back to that at first um my very my first few gigs and so forth i always kind of like i didn't necessarily make like a whole set but i just knew kind of what records flowed with each other better. And I would kind of, you know, somewhat set it up for that. But um, once I got more and more comfortable, I, I didn't care anymore. I just came and, and played. And I, I wouldn't just play necessarily for me, but I mean, uh, you know, I just kind of just played, just winged yeah. it and just went with the flow. Right. Whatever kind of people are into, just kind of like us
0: feeling the vibe to see, yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Um, and also, I guess I'd like to know what other passions that, like, you have besides music. Um, what are other things that kind of, you know, um, motivate you?
1: Um. <laughs> To be and music, honest, music. Is just music. I mean it's like I mean of, of course right. My family right I mean it, that's very important as well but I mean um you know when you're when you're feeling bummed or just down or whatever yeah. it's music it always kind of helps me and then it's I escape you know whenever uh just something's on my mind you know, I just put on music and it's just it's constant constantly like that's what I I just love finding new artists I've never heard before no matter where they're from what genre yeah I love it that's basically kind of my passion is I I just love music I love finding new music always constantly
0: um so I guess you know we can lead that with what are some artists that you're currently listening to that you'd like to share with us um, or that you turn to maybe like when you are feeling a little bit down.
1: Whew. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, i say, uh, I really like, um, King Cruel. He's kind of one of my favorites yeah. right now. Um, of course, Tame Impala yeah. is really good. Uh, Mac DeMarco, uh, Parcels. Um, Sheesh, there's so many. Um War yes. of course, Quasimodo, Zero Seven, uh the Buzzcocks, uh, I mean there's just <laughs> the, the drums. Just
0: so many, and yeah, tons for of people. sure. Do you feel you... But Go in
1: ahead. regards to like uh no. sorry about that, in regards to um just more emotional mm-hmm. and stuff, is I would say like the King Cruel stuff and like Mount Kimby stuff and all that i really 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 like yeah really enjoy
0: are you um a, like the type of person that kind of you know when you're feeling down do you like to listen to more upbeat music or do you turn to more like the mellow sounds for that yeah more
1: of the mellow kind of indie sounds yeah and so forth yeah i
0: feel like um there's like some a meme that's circulating about like oh uh, i'm i want to listen to that lyric again or that sad song again because i want like it didn't hurt enough the first time and i feel like i'm that type of person i do like to listen to kind of sad music if i'm feeling sad but then sometimes i feel like the best way for me to kind of get out of that funk is you know turn to like a more upbeat sound
1: (laughs) yeah of course more uh if it is upbeat it'll be more so kind of like um, more kind of melodic yeah a lot of you know different kind of yeah for
0: sure um, and how would you say, like, how has, how have you evolved or grown musically and also emotionally, you know, from when you first started?
1: Um, I mean, I've never kind of really changed my sound. I've always kind of, like I said, I've always Kind of played very eclectic i've never really changed yeah. anything about it i've always just kind of stuck to what i've right. wanted to play kind of kind of i mean there were times where i've stuck playing other stuff but like i said i like everything so but um i've never it's i don't know i can't i don't know if i can't really feel i have I evolved? I, I mean, I totally know. understand, Can't like really. what you're, what you mean, <laughs> as far
0: as like you've always played what you wanted because I mean, from the moment you know, from when I can remember, when I was seeing you in like you know two thousand eight, I do feel that your um that your range has always been very broad, um, and so I can see what you mean as far as that, but I I guess um emotionally in the sense like have you like you don't take things um as seriously anymore? You were saying earlier. Um do you feel that your music taste has like gotten broader? Yeah,
1: for sure. Most definitely. Cuz like I said now that it's just like not so serious and so forth. Uh yeah, I don't I don't I'm not saying like I'm a, a snob or anything, but I I don't care. Like I'll I'll play play right. what I want. And I'm not saying like oh people don't like it, but you know, it is what it is, but you know, I'll play what I want, but also try to, you know, um, intertwine, you know, some fun stuff with yeah. it as well. Not that I'm saying that my stuff isn't fun. No, it's absolutely <laughs> fun. I just, you know, I don't. I kind of, you know, I, yeah, I play, play with yeah. what I want for the most part.
0: Okay, cool. Um, and. So let's let's actually talk about some of the uh, mixes that you, the, the mixtapes that you've made. Um, so wonderful. I actually remember there was the very first one that I listened to. Gosh, it's been so long, but it was definitely like, probably like six or seven years ago. Is that something that you've always done? Like, have you always made mixtapes or what started that?
1: I haven't. It, 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 it was actually com- the complete opposite. I never, I n- yeah. never did ever. And then all of a sudden I just like within a matter of like, like you said around six years ago or so, I just, now I it, love it. I love kind of, you know, just doing it because it's like once again, I'm, I'm playing what I want and if, and I put it out there and if people want to listen to it, enjoy it, that's cool. And if not, then whatever. But yeah, I, it's cool because I'm at home alone. I really like and I kind of just uh, get to play and, you know, play whatever I want.
0: Right.
1: Just kind of set my own tone and, and you know, if people right. like it, they like it. Before you publish this one, I want to do a mix specifically for this. Oh, my God. That would be today. so awesome. So like, <laughs> that would be incredible. too. I mean. Every I feel every DJ or whatever in regards to making mixes are perfectionists, you know, I've made so many mixes and and like produced or made so many tracks where I've never released just because I'll listen to it. And I'm like, "Ah." so then I once again, going back to like just not being so serious about it and stuff like uh, when I when I go to make mixes, I don't care. I, 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 I just I don't know. I don't find it too Uh difficult anymore because it's like once i find all this new music and stuff i just want to get it out and put it on a mix and stuff so at first i found i I felt like it was kind of difficult too just because um just arranging Mm -hmm. everything the way i want it and just being like i said like a perfectionist it was just like i fucking hate (laughs) this i'm not gonna
0: yeah i'm
1: not gonna put it out so there's just like so much unfinished work and so forth that I've would love to kind of release but <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs>
0: Is that actually something that you have ever um I don't know like uh try to put out an EP of like you producing any music? Is that something that you've ever I mean has has it ever crossed your mind?
1: Um I don't want I don't like talking about it <laughs> because I just, I don't want, uh, I'm weird about all that kind of stuff in regards. I am like m- making music mm-hmm. at the moment and I have been for quite some time, but I'm just like superstitious. Oh, I see what you
0: mean. Kind of yeah, stuff. no, totally, totally. No, <laughs> I totally get it. Okay. No worries. Um Okay, cool. Well, I mean, I was going to ask, you know, if you had any um, special projects, but you do uh, want to make another mixtape. So we have that to look forward to. And um, also your amazing live streams, which always come at the perfect time. <laughs> um,
1: so, <laughs> I'm still getting used to those. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah.
0: How, how do you feel about those? I mean, to me, I find them amazing. I feel like it's a great way for us to stay connected. Um, the only thing that I guess... I, um, not that I don't enjoy, I just feel a little bit more lonely, I guess, because I want to like be looking over to a friend and dancing with them, you know? And so the life that's like, I feel it takes that part away part of it, part of it away from you, which I think is so important, you know, of like you going to a show with a yeah. friend or with your friends. So, um, but I do like the component of the music kind of staying alive, um, like what how do you feel about them so far
1: I I think you nailed it right on the head I I I yeah. feel the same way like uh, it, it's still kind of it's still mm-hmm. kind of weird to me but um it's fun I mean it's 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 fun it's it's I don't know it's humorous kind of you know just more so being silly yeah. and, and playing some stuff. But, uh, well, we
0: all enjoy it. I mean, I'm I not, guess like, I'm treating to... for myself, but thank every you. time I'm out with my friends, I'm like, oh, he's playing. Uh, you guys have to listen to this guy. He's so good. Just, you know, friends that don't come out here <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Like, I try to expose your name as much as I can.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I never really look or anything. I never know, like, who's on or who, how, how many. I just post it, and then if and I start playing. I've never really like paid attention to that. But yeah, it's that's the one. And weird I think thing. that is
0: like, actually the best approach mm-hmm. because um so I feel like that's when you have the most fun and you're more driven again. Like the one thing that I keep kind of pushing on this podcast is like not about the results, but about the experience. And uh Yeah, and for sure. I'm the same way. So so when I first started doing this, I looked at the metrics and and I, like, saw it the first time, and I was actually, like, super impressed of, like, how many listeners I had. And and then I was like, I don't want to check it anymore because then at that point, then it's going to be – I'm going to be chasing that, and I don't want to chase that, you know?
1: Yeah, it, 100%. It just th- – it throws me off. Like, my one of my buddies was like, why don't you ever look at the comments? Why don't you ever see it? And it's like – because it will throw me off. Like, right. I get into this zone, and I'm kind of just – playing and if I see like kind of, like one of my friends goofing around or saying something stupid it'll just kind of throw me off and I'll go go into angry music or <laughs> <Yeah>. something <laughs> I'm just kidding I won't do that but it just I just don't I don't pay attention to all that I you know if people that are listening I'm s- super stoked on because it's like cool like we have something connect. to kind of you know yeah enjoy it yeah connect with and what during these weird crazy times but i i 100 agree with you it's it's not the same it's i love being out and playing for you know being out with all my friends and playing with them and having you guys yeah. come out and so forth but uh yeah yeah it's,
0: well it's, hopefully it's, it's, we get to yeah. go out soon um yeah. yeah. Well, right. Brandon, thank you so much. Um it was such a pleasure to have you. I was like you're definitely one of the DJs that I for sure 100% wanted to get on this because I admire you so much and I like I said I'm always like trying to promote you cuz I feel like you don't know how talented you are. <laughs> um yeah.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. And it was a pleasure yeah. it was a pleasure to be on. I know we were I know we kept on having hiccups and stuff. No, so I'm forth, just happy but, to uh, have I'm glad that yeah, I'm just I, happy I to have you on and on.
0: keep doing what you're doing. I'm looking forward to anything that you're working on. Um, stay healthy and I hope to see you soon.
1: For sure. Likewise. And, uh, but, uh yeah, I seriously really appreciate you and your brother and all, you, you know, your friends that you've come out, you've been coming and seeing, seeing me play for a super long time. And I believe me, I, I take notice of it and, it's really Oh, you're welcome. Makes me
0: happy. I pl- it's my pleasure <laughs> honestly. All right, take care. Thank Bye-bye. you, I
1: appreciate it.